What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, an all-new episode of Fairway to Heaven on the All About the Birds Network. I am Phil Stifel, joined as always as Jason Sullivan. Uh, we roll this week into March Madness on the uh, PGA Tour, the Dell Technologies Match Play event. Um, it's a fun little uh, event that they've got going on there. It's very, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's, it's March Madness meets the PGA Tour. Uh, kind of with a little bit of World Cup uh, group play, kind of mixed all together. So it, it's kind of a fun event. Um, Jason, how you doing this week? And uh, have you recovered from last week's Honda Classic <laughs> and ready for the train wreck that we're about to do this week? Listen, last week was a bloodbath for me, for sure. I think for you too. Um, I'm excited for this week. Like you said, a golf meets March, March Madness. Just when you thought your brackets were absolute crap, we got new brackets. So yeah. this one's probably even more of a crapshoot, so it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about anybody watching, but my March Madness bracket is a total – just disaster. I just threw it out. I'm not looking. I don't even care anymore. Um, I'm just following Mike, you know, from All About the Birds for his betting tips. You know, hoping for a, for a good little, you know, insider tip on a good bet. Outside right. of that, I don't even care. I'm focused on this bracket, the Dell Technologies bracket. Um, the important bracket. Get, you know, start it with all that stuff, though. Obviously, we're sponsored by Hemp Bombs Premium CBD Products. Check out their website, hempbombs.com. Promo code AATBIRDS for 20% off your next order. Again, hempbombs.com. And, uh, yeah, so let's jump right in. See, Mike's, I, I knew Mike would be watching, so I had, I had to give him a little shout-out there. I had him hooked on a little golf this week, so I was trying to talk to him about some of the odds. So I, First I, I off, think he's Jim – yeah, shameless plug. If you are not following Mike on Twitter for any sport, you need to be because this dude knows gambling. He's good at football, good at basketball, really good at college basketball, especially. So, yeah, if you're not following him. You need to. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up his Twitter handle real quick. Gonna give him a little plug here on the air, Mike. Let's see here. We, uh, you know, M B A R R E R A thirteen twenty three. That's M Barrera thirteen twenty three. Yeah, great member of the All About the Birds team. Love him. Make sure you're following him on Twitter for sure. All right. So I, I want to, you know, dive right into this Dell Technologies thing. I don't even care about the Honda, you know, classic last week. I want to forget about that train wreck. I actually yeah. cashed and made money last week in DraftKings. Um, none of my outright bets won, but I actually made a decent amount of money on it. But it was such a frustrating event that I know you hated it. So let's let's just move on. Yeah, it's over. So the way this week works, we've got 64 golfers. The top 64 golfers were invited in the world golf rankings. If you couldn't play, like Gary Woodland, Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka, the next man up was put into the field. They're broken up into 16 four-player pods, they're calling them. It's like group play. And they're going to play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then whoever scores the most points out of those pods moves on to the Sweet 16, and then we play match play You know, right down to the championship round, Saturday and Sunday. You know, you're playing two rounds of golf each day to win this event. Um, so there's a lot of stuff in, interesting to look at this week because it's not like building a typical DraftKings lineup or picking, you know, outright winners. First off, there's lots of great bets because you can bet group winners, you know, final four makes, you know, there's there's so much to, to look at this week. But what was the first thing you started doing, uh, Jason, when you were prepping for this, you know, this show tonight and this event? Well, first and foremost, we need to remember that this tournament starts on Wednesday and not Thursday. That's oh, the most important point. thing. If that's you forget to do your lineups on, you know, tonight, basically, you're out of luck. Um, 
So I know we had kind of different strategies and to do this. I think you did your bracket first. Well, I actually mm -hmm. went through the DraftKings pricing to see if anybody stood out in terms of value. So I did that. I made a list. Um, and then I went through and did a bracket based on that list and kind of thought, you know, how does my list compare to the bracket? And then I kind of, like you said too, you can't necessarily fit in all the guys that you think are going to win. So, you know, if you put four really high priced guys as your final four, you're going to be out of luck because you're not going to be able to fit them in the lineup. So, so the, what what I did was that that's what I did. I I built my bracket first, and obviously that's a failure because my final four left me with a forty two hundred person dollar average per person for my final two spots, which doesn't exist. Um, so that that kind of eliminate that. So I watched and read like a billion things today. And the first thing you got to do is you've got to, you know, look at each quarter of the bracket. Like, so if it was March Madness, the East, East bracket, the Midwest, the South, whatever. And you got to, you got to make sure that your lineup only has to start one person from each quadrant of the bracket. You don't want to have three guys from the Dustin Johnson bracket because only one guy is going to come out of there the winner. And then your fifth and sixth guy needs to, well, obviously will match up with somebody you know, in another bracket, but you want to make sure that they don't play that person to the elite eight. Like I've got Dustin Johnson and Paul Casey in the elite eight, but I'm not going to put someone from, you know, Victor Perez, Mark Leishman, Russell Henley's group in my bracket. If I'm also playing Dustin Johnson, because they need to be playing in the sweet 16, you're just cutting out a huge amount of points that you can get. Yeah. You definitely, like you said, you definitely want one guy from each pod. I mean, from each quadrant, we'll, we'll say, and we'll then you want, quadrant. Yeah, well, and then no more than two. That's, that's that's definitely the thing. So I think it's also really important to mention you need to go on DraftKings and look at the scoring. They DraftKings will list the scoring. It's basically this. Um, if you win a hole, you get three points. Have a hole, you get 0.75 points. Lose a hole, you get uh, minus 7.75. And then you get 1.6 points per hole that's not played if you're the winner. So say you win with four holes left, you're going to get 1.6 points for each of those. So it's really important to pay attention to the scoring. Obviously, it's a weird week. Birdies, bogeys, they don't none of that stuff matters this week. So it's gonna, that's going to be different in that aspect. Yeah, Kevin Kistner is the defending champ still from 2019. It wasn't played last year. But outside of that, if you go down the list of guys that have won this event recently, you've got Bubba Watson, Dustin Johnson, Jason Day twice, Rory McIlroy. You tend to take you know a really good golfer that's on top of their mm -hmm. game to win it. So – the way I did it, so I made my bracket, and, I, and I'm looking for DraftKings at my quadrants and all, but the first thing I did was I looked at each pod. Each pod's got four players in it, and I picked who my favorite golfer was in each pod and who my long shot out of each pod was. So, obviously, I couldn't play my final four, so then what I did was I took my favorite two from my final four, and then I went back to some of the other pods and looked at long shots that I liked. We're, we're, we could dive right into some of these pods because – I think we're going to break down each one of them and see where we like everything. You know, you know, Dustin Johnson's the first pot. He's the number one ranked player. You know, he's got Kevin Na, Robert McIntyre, and Adam Long in his pod. Um, he should clearly come out the winner. But based off of my theory, I should have a second guy in there that's cheaper just in case for my lineup to make it work. So first off, pod one, Johnson, Na, McIntyre, Long. Who are you taking out of this pod? I don't know how you don't pick DJ in this pod. Absolutely. I can't, you know, I heard a lot of talk about Kevin Na, but it's like Kevin Na worries me just because of his withdrawal, you know, tendencies. Yeah. He withdrew, I think, in his last event. So that just worries me that is he really going to play, you know, if you're going to win, you're going to have to play seven rounds of golf this weekend. 
So that's a lot. Um, I don't know how you don't take TJ. I think he got a pretty favorable, as he should, he got a pretty favorable yeah. match. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I mean, I, I wrote down Kevin Na because he was 7,100 on DraftKings as a possibility. Dustin Johnson has played poorly by his standards the last couple mm-hmm. events that he's played in, but uh, there, there's no way you can. He's won. Everything I read, you know, you're not looking at, you know, strokes gained putting, strokes gained, you know, off the tee. They're not as important this week as course history and recency trend. And course history, he's won this event, Dustin Johnson. So he's obviously had success here before. So I think it's a clear favorite that Dustin Johnson wins that pod. Yeah, no, I agree with you too. I, I think if you are going to play anybody, it's got to be nah, but yeah. only if you have to. All right, so the next pod, um, which I actually think is a pretty intriguing pod in my opinion, um, Justin Thomas, because he's the second. So the second pod is considered the number one seed on another bracket, like in March Madness. You got Justin Thomas, you got Louis Oosthuizen, Kevin Kisner, the defending champ, and Matt Kuchar. Matt Kuchar has won this event in the past, and he finished runner-up to Kevin Kisner uh, in 2019. So a lot of you know success in this bracket. Louis Oosthuizen's been a guy that's had some ups and downs this year, as as had Justin Thomas. But Justin Thomas just won his last event played in. So I think, obviously, Justin Thomas is the favorite here. But I could go any of the other three guys as potential upsets this week. So do you agree that this is the hardest pod? Because I think it is, for sure. No, I had one harder one. Let me find okay. out where it is so I don't forget. I'll mark it down. But I had harder brackets or pods. Xander, that one? Uh, yeah, probably. No, 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 no. I got one that I got. I got a couple that are actually kind of okay. intriguing to me. But well, yeah, this, this one is that. definitely very difficult to pick. <laughs> yeah, because Kisner's a defense. Because you've got so much course history, you've got so much success in this bracket. It's it's a really tough one to to pick. Yeah, I mean, you got Justin Thomas, who you know, if he's not the best golfer in the world, he's probably the second best golfer in the world. Absolutely. And then you have three guys that always do well in this event. So yeah, I agree, it's a tough one. I like Kisner the most in this in this pod, though. I think he also finished runner-up in 2018. So he's got yeah. his last two times playing as his first and second. So it's really hard. He's also really cheap at 7,600. That's exactly right. Yeah, that, I, that's that's what I think I like the most of it is that I like Thomas, but I think I like more high-priced guys besides him. So I think I got to go cheaper. So I like Kisner. Yeah, I, I love Kisner. Only downside to Kisner, I think, is because he's the defending champion, because of what we're talking about, we're not saying some deep underground secret on Kisner. Everyone sees the Kisner secret here. And at 7,600, when you're building your DraftKings lineup per se, he's probably going to have a pretty decent ownership percentage, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He, he might be the highest owned guy in the whole field, to be honest with you, just because of his track record. Okay. I don't know. Right. I think I'm okay with it, though. I, I think yeah. The only thing that worries me with him is that he, you know, he won it last year, or I guess it was two years ago, technically. But it's hard to repeat. Obviously, we know that nobody ever repeats on the PGA Tour. But at the same time, it's like we don't really need him to win at seventy six hundred. So I'm okay with yeah. it. I think his course is. Yeah, if he gets a twenty some percent ownership <laughs> and he makes the final four or the elite eight, you're, you're paying off that. You know yeah. that 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 play there. All right, pod number three. Uh, also, one of the top golfers in the world. There, there's so many great golfers in this event. That's what I do love. I mean, literally every top golfer is here. You got John Rom. Ryan Palmer, Shane Lowry, and Sebastian Munoz. Uh, John Rahm's obviously the favorite to win this this pod. Um, the number one seed in each pod is obviously favored to win each one of them. Um, but what are you looking at in this pod? So I feel like to me this is the easiest bracket. I think just kind of like DJ's round is that how, how do you not pick Rahm in this one? Like mm-hmm. I don't think there's any chance he loses. 
to any of these guys. Lowry was, I don't know if you saw last week, but he was god awful on the back nine of his of the last round. He was terrible. Munoz but everybody was god awful on the back nine last week. True, true. But he was like eight over or something. So yeah, Munoz, I, I don't have a lot of faith in Munoz in this. The one tricky one for me is that I always say play Rom and Palmer at the same courses. Well, they're they happen to be their best buddies, they happen to be in the same <laughs> pot. So that's interesting, but I, I don't know how you don't pick Rom in this one. Yeah. What do you think? Um, so picking on my bracket, which if you go to PGATour.com, they're giving away like a, a huge package of prizes for you know brackets. And I filled out my bracket. I've got John Rom winning this 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 pod. I've also got John Rom in the final four. Problem is, can I pick him? You know, plus some of the other guys that I like in my final four in my DraftKings lineup. I do actually like potentially Shane Lowry. I know you said he played off on the back nine last week. But, I mean, he is the Open champion. He's got a World Golf Championship to his name. You know, he was in con- in contention up to the back nine of round four last week. And he's only 7,100 on DraftKings. So, if you're looking yeah, for a, a good play this week, I mean, it's one of, like, I got about five or six really cheap plays that I like to balance out a lineup if I need to this week. So, again, Ryan or John Rahm is winning this bracket or this pod. But Shane Lowry is a sneaky play. John Rahm just needs to have one distracted – Right. You know, his wife's due in three or four weeks, something like that. You know, he just needs to get yeah. one distracted phone call from her, like right before a round starts, and he, he could be done. Um, so Shane Lowry is a sneaky play, in my opinion, there. Did you see happen to see that Shane Lowry video from Sunday? What he did at his house? No. no. So they were they were doing a live stream with Patrick Harrington after and he was kind of saying, you know, like, yeah, I struggled this week. Um, I had a lot of fun, but I struggled. In the background, Shane Lowry runs up and does a cannonball into the pool. It was legendary. That's that's, that's <clears> the <throat> yeah. <laughs> there, there's a lot of good videos. There was the video from uh, the week before when they were all sitting around drinking mm. at lunch after a round of golf. Yeah, there's all the Irish and <laughs> yeah. Englishmen and all. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, we were combined plus twenty nine, but we're all sitting here having a good time right now. I love oh, that. One. Hilarious. That yeah. So anyway, pod number four. It's your final number one ranked guy. If you're Looking at it from a March Madness standpoint, you got Colin Morikawa, the young guy, hot as can be. You got Billy Horschel, you got Max Homa, and you got guy you love on DraftKings regularly, JT Potson, Poston. Um, again, obviously Morikawa, favorite to win the bracket, but I think there's some intrigue in this bracket, in my opinion. What do you think? You go first on this one. Oh, well, I think Max Homa um, is a guy that could be an upset to come out of this bracket. In fact, I've got him coming out of the bracket on my poll. Nice. Um, I don't know. He, he thrives on the tough courses, won the Genesis. You know, he's been playing really well. And I don't know. Colin Morikawa has been a little, little off to me the last couple of events and all. So I'm not sure. This is kind of an event. It's an important event to win. But you got the Masters in two weeks. So yeah. some guys might be looking ahead, you know, with this match play event this week. And I, I think Max Home is a guy that 7,400 on DraftKings. You know, I think he's plus – where's my odds? He's plus 80 or plus 90 to 1 to win the event. Yeah, he's 80 to 1 to win the event. I think this is a sneaky little spot where someone can come out. And honestly, I don't even dislike Horschel either out of this bracket. So that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, Horschel's my favorite, actually, in this one. Homa's yeah. my second favorite. It's not. There's not much separating the two of them. Um, right. I like both of them for exactly what you said. I think Homa is not going to be scared of the moment, which I really like. And then Horschel – I like him because he puts so well. When he start, when Horschel heats up, he can win this event. So I like both those plays too. I agree. Morikawa kind of he'll come out of nowhere and win. He won't play that great for you know three four weeks in a row, and then he'll come out and win an event. So yeah, yeah I like I like this as an upset bracket. 
Yeah, absolutely agree with you on that. Yeah, it's one of those, the second or the third guy. All right, next bracket, <clears throat> pod. Bryson DeChambeau, my favorite to win the event. Tommy Fleetwood, Siwoo Kim, and Antoine Rosner. Um, I, I wrote down Fleetwood and Kim as potentials, but I don't see anybody beating DeChambeau in this pod. Um, I think DeChambeau, his distance, I know it's a shorter course. It's just under 7,100 yards, this course. I think his distance plays such a factor, even, even on a tee shot where he's teeing off with an iron, because his second shot will always come second. So mm-hmm. he will get to see what the guy in front of him or the guy he's playing with does, and he'll be able to judge whether he's got to be aggressive or not each hole. And I think that's a huge advantage for all the long hitters. You look at all the past winners. I mean, I'm not sure if Kisner's a long hitter, but outside of him, Bubba, DJ, Rory, Jason Day, all the past winners are all the long mm-hmm. hitters. And I think that's a big key why, because going second on your second shot, it's a strategy match play, obviously. Yeah, that's a great point. I haven't heard that point. I really like that point a lot. So I have two brackets that I did, one of which I have Bryson winning. For a good one. <laughs> one of the brackets I have Bryson winning. The other one I have Bryson losing in the first round. So oh, wow. this one, I like Tommy Fleetwood. I can't believe I'm saying that because I never liked Tommy Fleetwood in any event, but I just feel like in a Ryder Cup type setting, you know, one-on-one match play type deal, I like Tommy a lot. Um, I could see him being the one that upsets Bryson, if anyone does. Well, well you do know that uh, uh, Fleetwood did beat, when he was teamed up with uh, Molinari, he beat DeChambeau and Tiger Woods. In, uh, I, don't, I forget whether it was the, uh, the Ryder Cup. The Ryder last Cup. Ryder Cup. Yeah. Beat yeah, Ryder Cup. So, you know, there is that. You know, that's going to be that matchup, whether they're Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, Fleetwood, DeChambeau. That's strength versus mm-hmm. iron play. You know, yep. strength versus finesse. That'll be a fun, fun, um, you know, you know, you know, round matchup there to see there. So yeah, I can yeah, see that's it. That's gonna but be a good one. DeChambeau all the way. He's my bet to win this. I'm just gonna jump the gun there. I got him circled four times. I love him this segue. Week. Yeah, segue. Next pod. Xander Shoffley, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Jason Day, multiple-time champion here, and Andy Sullivan. Um, I'll let you go first, but first, before you even go, are we ever going to pick the fourth guy in a bracket here this week? Because so far we're going first, (laughs) second, or third. I have actually some fourth-place, fourth-ranked guys, but, you know, know, know we're ever going to get there. You know what's funny? I love playing Andy Sullivan whenever he's on the PGA Tour because I think he's undervalued every single time. However, this bracket's loaded, I feel like. I don't know. I could see I actually think Xander, this obviously. This is the toughest bracket yeah. to me, personally, yeah. to pick. Yeah, because you have three guys that could not only win this pod, but I feel like they could win the entire bracket. So, yeah, I like. I think I like Xander the most coming out of this just because of how good he is. His, his all-around game is so good. He can putt. He's good off the tee. Um, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of people picking Jason Day, and the only thing that worries me about him is playing this many rounds. He's a guy that always gets hurt, too. He's a withdrawal candidate all the time. Playing seven his mind, rounds. His mind is all over the place. He's changed clubs. Yeah. He's changed swing coach. He doesn't even have all the same clubs. He's got a mixed bag right. of clubs right now. Right, which is I weird. I love Jason Day in this event because he is a two-time champ, but I don't know how you could pick him. I think the Shoffley-Scheffler matchup when they play in their mm-hmm. pod is going to be a hell of a round of golf. Yeah. I got Xander by a, by a hair. But I, you could go either way. You know, Xander's 10K on DraftKings. Scotty is 7,900. You know, that's that's a big difference in cost on DraftKings. Well, so. And Scotty's one of those guys too that if he gets it going, he's a birdie maker. So if he gets it going, he could, you know, he could put together a good solid couple rounds in a row. Absolutely. So yeah, I think that I like Xander by a hair, but not by much. 
my notes, it didn't say, I mean, he's played Austin Country Club, which is where the event is held before. Mm-hmm. He did go to college in Texas and all. Mm-hmm. And he did win the U.S. Juniors in a match play, you know, event at this course. So, you know, he's got, you know, some course history, even though it's his first time in this event. So mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, next pod, Patrick Reed, Joquin Neiman, Christian, whatever his name is. And the Zuden Hoot. Yeah, Boozden Hoot. Boozden Hoot. You know, whatever. Hoot. Yeah. And Bubba Watson, former winner here. Um, again, Patrick Reed is the favorite in this bracket. There's some intrigue here, but not to me. I'm just going to let you go because I'm a Patrick Reed guy. You know that. You know I love Patrick Reed. And honestly, yeah, he's made for match play. He loves the so, one-on-one fight. I also love Patrick Reed. However, Upset City, Christian Bazidenhut is yep. going to win this pod. I love him. I he's been playing some really that. good golf. Um, you know I love him anyway. But he's been playing some good golf. He has been – on fire in this spring. He, he's been really good overseas and also in the U.S. too. So I like him in a Ryder Cup setting. I think he might make the Ryder Cup team this year too. So segue. Yeah, no, there you go. Now he's, he is, he he's like the sneaky play. And also on top of that, you know, Patrick Reed, 9,600. He's 7,600 on DraftKings. So, you know, price-wise again, yeah, I mean, I could see it. I still, I'm going to go Patrick Reed all the way again. I've got Patrick Reed in my final four because I, 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 you know, the two players that everybody hates the most, DeChambeau and Patrick Reed, they're my favorite because everybody hates them so much. So, so I'm kind of cheating event, in this bracket. This event is made for them. I'm kind of cheating in this bracket because I picked Bazudenhut to win, but I also bet Patrick Reed to win the whole event. So yeah, kind of hedge myself. That's majorly cheating there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Next bracket here. We're just cruising right along here. This is a long show we're gonna, we got to take because we got so many pods to go through. To me, the next bracket, pod, whatever you want to call it, the, the sleeper pod, because it's going to put you to sleep watching Ty, Ty, Tyrell Hatton, <laughs> Lee Westwood, Sergio <laughs> Garcia, and Matt Wallace. I mean, all the four guys are 86 and below, 8,600 and below on DraftKings. Honestly, I'm going with I'm going with Sergio here. Um, but honestly, I don't have anybody making it far out of this pod. This to me is a one and done type, you know, whoever Ooh. wins it then loses in the next round. So we are Ooh. not on the same page. I oh. have Sergio Garcia going to the finals. What the finals? So. <laughs> I need to hear the explanation. Um, I, he, first of all, he's awesome in match play. I love mm-hmm. him in match play. Hold on. I wrote down a stat about his match play today. Hold on. Let me, let me find it. Okay. So Sergio has played 17 matches in match play. Or 17 tournaments in match play. I'm sorry. Seven of them have been top 10 finishes. So he's advancing out of his group in almost every single one that he plays. So I like that a lot. Um, I do like Hatton a little bit, but I feel like Sergio is kind of – his iron play has been a lot better. He can't putt, which worries me a little bit, but I like him to get hot this week. So. He also made the round of 16, uh, Sergio, the last two times this event. Yeah. So he's made it out of his pod <clears throat> each of the last two years playing this event. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it's Sergio, but then I think it's done because then Sergio would be going up against – actually, great segue to the next pod – who I've got beaten Sergio in a very, you know, European heavy favorite. But, you know, mm-hmm. how do I describe it? You know, the people in Europe love this 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 matchup, but people in the U.S. won't. The next pod's got Webb Simpson, Paul Casey, Mackenzie Hughes, and Taylor Gooch. I've got Paul Casey coming out of this one um, mm-hmm. and beating Sergio in the in the Sweet 16, if you want to call it that. Um, but, again, your, your reasoning for Sergio, you know, that's a coin flip between Paul Casey and Sergio there for me. Yeah, I agree with you too. I have Casey winning this one too. Um, 
Yeah, that's going to be a good match, honestly. Garcia and Casey, that might be one of the better second-round matchups. Don't And don't Casey forget about Garcia, again, another guy, very cheap on DraftKings, 6,600. You know, he played really well at the Players' Championship. You know, he's a Texas resident, so he's probably played this course or courses like this before. Um, so I think I think this is the easiest bracket not to pick the favorite Webb Simpson in. Yeah, I agree. So Casey's actually been on fire lately. So Absolutely. he's played this event. The last three times he's played this event, T9, T17, T9. He's in awesome form right now, which is really helpful too. He's T5, T10, <clears throat> and T5 in his last three events. So three top tens in his last three events. This guy's playing really good golf right now. So I like him, and I don't think it's going to be much of a contest coming out of this one. I agree. All right, next one's a very intriguing bracket to me. Patrick Cantlay, um, Hideki Matsuyama, <clears throat> Carlos Ortiz, and Brian Harmon. Um, first off, the reason why I think this is an intriguing bracket, again, we've talked about this before, when you're looking at your odds to win and your DraftKings prices, kind of got to look sometimes like if you're the 20th ranked DraftKings guy, but the 30th ranked you know, odds to win, that could tell you mm -hmm. something. Here, Brian Harmon's the 54th ranked golfer in this field, but he's got a higher price tag than Carlos Ortiz, who's 42nd. So I really think this kind of a, a match play thing Favors of Brian Harbin. Now, Patrick Cantlay, 9,800. He's the favorite to win this bracket for a reason. But I think Brian Harmon could sneak out of here. Yeah, I like Harmon too. Um, I actually went with Matsuyama winning this bracket. Okay. Uh, I think if he, gets it, if he gets it going, he can win this bracket. But I thought long and hard about Harmon, and I actually may use Harmon in some DraftKings teams too. Because for the same reason you said, he's been playing really good golf lately too. And if he gets it rolling with the putter, I mean, he could definitely win this bracket. He's played really well in match play, especially when he was an amateur. You know, mm -hmm. he's kind of got that, you know, Kevin Kisner type style of play. You know, I, I, I love him coming out of it. But again, you said Matsuyama. I think the Cantlay Matsuyama matchup will be a fun, you know, round of golf to watch because I think, you know, I think whoever wins that out of the two will push Harmon the, the most. So if Cantlay beats Matsuyama, then it'll be Cantley Harmon battling for that pod. But if Matsuyama does, it'll be Matsuyama and Harmon battling yeah. for that pot, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Next one. Um, again, I think this is going to be another popular one not to pick the favorite um, mm -hmm. in the pod, which is kind of weird because, again, you know, Rory McIlroy, the number one in this pod, you know, he's Rory. He's won this event. He's one of the greatest golfers of all time. But you got Cameron Smith, Lanto Griffin, and Ian Poultier. Go. This bracket's actually surprisingly good, I feel like. Um, I agree with you. Definitely don't pick the favorite in this one. I'm going with Cam Smith. I think he's got the most talent of any of the other guys. However, I do like – if you want to go Lonto Griffin, I think he's a really good value. He's under 7,000 on DraftKings. And Poulter – this is my other stat. Poulter is awesome in match play. Poulter in his career in match play is 43-18-5 and five all time. So wow. he's obviously really good at match play. My only thing with him is that he's missed two cuts in a row. He's not playing very good golf right now. So I'm going Cam Smith, but I honestly think any of the four can win this this pod. Yeah, I think Cam Smith is a great play to bet to win if you're going to bet who's going to come out of the pod. Um, I don't know if I did or not. Let me see if I wrote him down here. I didn't actually place a bet yet on him to win that pod. But I think DraftKings-wise, again, everybody's off the Rory train, and everybody's going to see Rory's 10200 price tag, and everybody's going to play Cameron Smith because they just assume mm -hmm. he's going to come out of this bracket. So just like earlier we were talking, I think ownership percentage is going to be a big deal in this bracket because I think a lot of people are going to play Cameron Smith. So I like him coming out. I don't necessarily like him as a DraftKings play. Yeah, I agree with you too. Same thing. Okay. 
Next bracket, we got fifth place Tony Finau uh, leading the way. He's still fifth place Finau until he wins an event <clears> for me. You got Jason Kokrak, you got Will Zaltors, and you got Dylan Fratelli, who was a subbed in there at the end. I'm not sure which one of the guys that he's out that were out that he subbed in for, um, but he's in the event now. Um, again, Tony Finau, the favorite. I don't know in the Ryder Cup was it or the Presence Cup? I mean, oh one and three in match play. That doesn't scream match play, you know, success to me. I think Kokrak and Zalatoris are the keys to this pod here. Who do you think? Yeah, I think so too. Um, to me, this is a one and done pod. I feel like whoever wins this pod is getting beat in the next round by Bryson or Fleetwood anyway. Um, yeah, agreed. My initial thought was Zalatoris because he's been so consistent. I like. I also like Kokrak though. I feel like he's been playing really good golf too. I think he has two top tens in a row. Um, three top tens in a row. Three top tens ninth, ninth at the players. So, gun to my head, I take Zalatoris, I think, but Cole Correct, number two. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think, yeah, it's, I, I, you can literally coin flip, but I agree with what you said. I think it's a one-and-done bracket because, again, I've got DeChambeau, and whoever wins this has got to go up against either your pick, Fleetwood, or my pick, DeChambeau. And, mm -hmm. yeah, obviously, I don't think they stand a chance there. Um, but no, yeah, agreed. You know. So, moving on to the next bracket. Victor Hovland leads the way with Abram Anser, Bernard Weisberger, and Kevin Streelman. Um, Streelman... You know, he's the cheapest guy in the bracket at 6,300. But Victor Hovland, the favorite, you guys know, I, I love me, Abraham Answer. Everybody watching the show knows I always pump him up. And he was 3-1-1 one, one at the President's Cup in 2019. So he has oh. had success in match play. Um, so that's where I'm going. Where are you going? That's where I'm going, too. Uh, final four, Abraham Answer. Wow. See, I don't have him going. Ooh. I got him one and done, but it could be a point. <laughs> at, at best, he – he doesn't get past DeChambeau in the Elite Eight, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Again, I'm all on the DeChambeau train. He's gonna he's gonna lose all three of his match play events this week and be done right away. <laughs> so, answer is so I made a few lineups already. Um, answer is my most highly owned player across the board. Wow. So, all right, all right. Yeah. I know if you make the first pick, who you're gonna pick then? <laughs> right. Which means if you go first, that means DeChambeau has to come off the board for me. Damn it! Boom. Boom, killing me. All right, you got three more pods <laughs> to break down here. All right, next yeah. one, Daniel Berger, Harris English, Brendan Todd, Eric Van Ruinen. Ruined. 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 He's ruined, ruined. in my best Stewie Griffin voice. Ruined. All right, so this is my most confusing bracket, and I sent you a message earlier today. I don't know if you really read into it too, too much, but mm -hmm. Brendan Todd, he's 6,400 on DraftKings. He is plus – He's 100 to 1 to win this event. Okay. So 101 to win the event. One of the cheapest guys on DraftKings. He's 28 to 1 to reach the semis, 10 to 1 to reach the quarters and all, which are pretty long odds. But he's only six to one to make the finals. And that that just really confused me when I was looking at this because I was thinking Harris English. I even thought about maybe Daniel Berger. I was a little, little concerned with his withdrawal, you know, you know, a couple weeks back and all. But why are his why so the six to one to make it to the finals? He is actually the favorite on FanDuel Sportsbook, the number one person to make the finals. And to me, that made no sense at first. But when you start thinking about it, maybe there's something to it. Yeah, that was interesting too. When you said that to me, I reread it honestly probably about three times because I was yeah, thought I was missing. I reread it three times. I went to <laughs> make sure I wasn't reading it off the website. Yeah. I'm like, did I read that wrong? And I did it again. I'm like, that it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I feel like this is the worst pod. This. I don't know where to go with this one. I like Brendan Todd, actually, um, because of his iron play. I feel like 
Paris English has been terrible lately. EBR, I don't have any interest in. And then Berger, like you said, is Berger really going to play that many rounds after withdrawing last week with a rib injury? I doubt yeah. it. So, yeah, I'm going Brendan Todd, but I think this is definitely a one and done for so, me. So here, here's the thing. I, yeah, And because of those numbers, I picked mm-hmm. Brendan Todd to come out of this bracket. But then we all agreed John Rahm's winning his bracket. Mm-hmm. So that means that the odds are saying that he's going to beat Rahm. And then he's going to go on to beat either, you know, Cam Smith, Rory, Xander, Scotty Scheffler, you know, to make it to the final four and then go on to win, you know, the Patrick Reed bracket. I mean, I am That's so tough. confused on that. And I'm, I am I will say this. I don't think he'll win this event, but because he's mm-hmm. a favorite to make the finals, I went through a dollar on him to win outright because if he's going to yeah. make the finals. Once you get to the finals, anything can happen. And right. I mean, he's a young guy. He's never played in this event, you know, you got to play two rounds of golf to win this event on Sunday. You know, you got to you got to win the fi- final your semifinal matchup, and you got to win the finals both on Sunday. So, you know, he's young enough to have the energy to do it. I don't know. What do you think? The only thing I don't like, you kind of touched on it already, is that having to play Rom in the second round. I don't. I do not think that's going to work out well for him. So, I I, yeah, I like him in the pod, but I don't like him in that bracket though. I don't. I can't get on board with that. Yeah. I mean, I uh, think it's worth a block for sure, yeah. but I, I just don't. Yeah, I I, I, I I did message Mike, our, our gambling expert. I'm like, yo, I know you don't know fantasy golf or gambling on golf, but I'm like, these odds don't make sense. He did say, though, he brought up the Final Four and and March Madness and NCAA that sometimes you can get those kind of odds where, you know, they just think that you know someone else might get upset. Maybe they think John Rahm's going to get upset, you mm-hmm. know, in the first pod or that John Rahm's wife might come early, you know, with her baby, with her baby. Yeah. And, uh, you know, be withdrawn. And, okay. uh, I know, lowbrow joke. Anyway, um, so maybe there's something to it. I don't know, um, but it, it it definitely intrigued me a lot today. I think I messaged like four different, you know, blue checkmark people, and I didn't hear back from any of them to see why. Because <laughs> they don't know what to say either. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. Nobody knows what to say on that. Yeah. All right, let's go on to the next bracket. And this is where DraftKings price to odds to rankings don't match up. So the next pod, it's got Matt Fitzpatrick, you got Matthew Dead to Me Wolf, Corey Connors, and Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth is the 49th ranked player in this event, but he's the highest priced guy on DraftKings out of this whole group at 9,300. I mean, I could go a lot of different ways with this, so I'll let you go first, and then I'll just change my opinion to whatever you to counter you. So, I actually had thoughts of playing all four of these guys first off. Um, I think this pod's up, up in the air. Spieth is playing really good golf right now. I went with Matthew Fitzpatrick, though, because uh, he's the best putter of any of these guys. Well, Spieth is a good putter, too. But the, I don't know. I just have more faith in his all-around game right now. I think he's playing really good golf late, lately, and I like him to get hot this week. So I like Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Um, well, Fitzpatrick, three top tens and a tied for 11th in his last four events. You know, he's one of the hottest golfers. Corey Connors, you know, you know, he's been hot. You know, he did have that first round lead that Chris Ebaum, you know, you know, called out of nowhere, you know, first round lead at, you know, the uh, players yeah. championship. Um, you know, so he's played some really good golf. And I think Corey Connors is going to be a, you know, at 7,800, he's going to be a highly owned guy in DraftKings out of this pod. Um, but I keep going back to Jordan Spieth win in this bracket or this pod here. Um, I think this is the kind of event that he can go off on. And I think the Jordan Spieth versus Matthew Wolf, you know, match, if Matt Wolf plays, will be a fun fun matchup to watch. And I just hope Jordan Spieth just crushes him um, because Wolf just is dead to me from week one of us <laughs> doing the show. He is dead to me. Um, but well, yeah, you know, I, I think you can this... go. With, I think that, that that's intriguing. The fourth ranked guy in the pod is the most expensive guy to play. Yeah. Well, and 
this is the kind of event that I I feel like would kind of favor Spieth a little bit because mm-hmm. it's it's you're playing by the hole. So what's Spieth's biggest you know Achilles heel is that he the big number. He'll he'll play good for eight holes in a row and then he gets at that one hole where he'll get a nine or an eight or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't matter really as much in this. You lose a hole, you lose yeah, you a just, hole, whatever. You move yeah, on. If you hit one in the water, just pick up and walk away. You know. Yeah, right? that's a great thing. The hole you can and see holes. Yeah. And and I, and right. I love that. You know, if he hits it to. To ten feet, and the other guys thirty feet are in a bunker. He might just concede, and you don't even have to worry about Spieth putting at that point. Yep. So that that's the different part of you know match play. You know the conceding holes, the picking up. Hey, that putt's good, kind of you know mentality. Mm-hmm. I love that aspect of it. So I, I do love Jordan Spieth. I know uh, Chris Uxian, you know Chris Ebaum. He actually has Spieth winning this event outright. Um, so you know I don't I don't have him that far, but you know he is definitely a guy to watch this week. So final pod. Sung J.M., Victor Perez, Mark Leishman, and Russell Henley. It's another interesting pod, in my opinion. Um, you know, it could go a lot of different ways. Obviously, uh, M is the favorite in the pod, but I don't really think he's the favorite. I think there's four guys that can win this pod. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I actually like some Sanjay to win this, but I feel like you could talk me into – I don't know about Victor Perez, but I like Leishman and Henley. Henley's been playing really good golf, too, so – I feel like you could go any of those three, but I actually went Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I'm leaving Russell Henley out of this group. Um, that's my you know, main pick out of this group. I'm trying to find them on the bracket here. Where are they? There they are. Yeah, I got Russell Henley. But, again, I think this bracket is a one and done because then you got to go up against Dustin Johnson in the next round. And, you know, I know Dustin Johnson's not been hot, but he's going to be good enough to at least advance to the Elite Eight, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Okay. All right. Moving right along on this episode, the Dell Play match, you know, Boom. match play, whatever. It's a really long name for a tournament. We got it. We got to get our DraftKings lineup. So again, as we talked about earlier on on this show, to build a proper lineup, you're doing a lot of risk and reward here for sure, because you can only pick one from each quadrant to start with, and then you pick a second person from two of the quadrants, but only someone you think is going to make it to the Elite Eight. The top guys are all so expensive. So it's really hard to find balance in this lineup. So I'm going to let you go first. You're going to pick your guy. Probably well, know who it is already. Yeah, you're, you do know who it is. I'm going to put Answer in there. Yeah, that's fine. I like Abraham Answer, though. Uh, if he wasn't in the DeChambeau bracket, you know, I, w- I would actually like him a lot in this bracket. And we might get back to DeChambeau if there's enough money left Good. on the table yep. you know, as my second guy out of that quadrant. Um, so we obviously got to go cheap now. Where's my DraftKings numbers here? There we go. Get organized here. Um, let's see here. So that was down there. So this is the, the problem here. I got to look at names, and then I got to pick people. Yeah, this is not as easy as the other one. No, this is, this is not easy to build a lineup here. So Can we just tell the fans real quick before you get into it that this is how much faith you have in this lineup that you're putting into the quarter arcade? Well, I, there, no, 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 no. Let me phrase that. One of the one – of Things you went, you know, one of the uh, missions today was to enter a quarter line. Oh, I had a quarter ticket, so just so you know, that is where this came into a play. <laughs> all right, okay, okay, just, okay. You know, there's a reason it was. I could have pulled up the dollar one because that's that's the maximum. <laughs> not yeah. playing anything higher than that. All right, no. I'm gonna go Russell Henley because I don't, I don't even like that pick anymore. Can I change it already? You can change it if you want. We're, we're backing that out. I forgot he's got to go up against Dustin Johnson in the second round. So I, I, I really got to find somebody here that's got a chance at moving on. And I, I've got literally nobody. Oh, man. 
killing me. I'm going to have to spend the money. I'm going to have to take the money away from you. I'm just going to have to. And you're going to have to find some value somewhere else here. Uh, I hate to do it to you, but I, but I got to. So I'm going to take Patrick Reed. Okay. Again, I can't take DeChambeau. I think I just eliminated him from this event. But, you know. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, but I have to go with him. Um, We're down to 81.75 now. So you got – who'd you pick? Uh, Reed. Okay, so Reed's at the bottom of that one. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the top, but the bottom of the top. Top right. All right, so I'm going to go on that same – I'm gonna go Kisner at the top of that bracket. All right. I mean, I think I think Spieth can beat Kisner, but on the flip side of the equation, his success at this event shows that mm-hmm. he could definitely, definitely uh, come out on top of that that Spieth you know corner there. That takes out that out of the play. Now we're at 8,300 left. So I've got to find somebody here. Where are my guys? Yes, again, not that easy. No, the first name I looked at was Cole <laughs> but you know he's in the speed bracket, so that's a no. Yeah. Well, that bracket's done. We can't. We can't yeah, use that right. one anymore. We can't look at anybody. That takes out Brian Harmon. Another play I like. You just basically <laughs> took out my favorite bracket for DraftKings. You know. All right, so so we're gonna do it, just because the odds intrigue me so much, and maybe something's happening with John Rom that we don't know about. I'm gonna go Brendan Todd at sixty four hundred. Like it saves a lot of money and puts ninety three fifty on the table for the last two spots. So I'm gonna go. Well, let me see. Hold on. Let me see what this does. So we picked there one. We picked two from up there already. Pick one from there. Might screw everything up. No, it'll <laughs> be all right. All right. So I'm gonna go with Sergio Garcia. Sergio Garcia. All right, let me put this in and see where I'm at here. You Actually, love Sergio. I might back out of that. Hold on a second. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> you gave me a lot of money to get to, to left on the table there. All right. If no. you, okay, I'm going to go Sergio. If you can't find someone that you want to play, I have a different pick that I'm going to go with. All so right, then, you, put, then that will open up anything you want. Yeah, 10-4. So, so that takes, out, that takes out DeChambeau, but that leaves in this range here. Oh, man. Problem is Spieth can't take him because of it, so i got to go with the top bracket. Problem is the guy I would go with right now will leave a lot of money on the table, like way more than I feel comfortable, which means you can upgrade Sergio if you wanted to. I mean, I have no problem putting Paul Casey in here. So right. who are you going to pick? No, 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 no. Paul Casey would be going up against Sergio in the next round. So that's – see, again, you're killing me here. All right, wait, wait. Let's make, see. Just make it so okay, say, Give me a second here. I, I think on, I can man. figure this out. Okay, or I could go Casey, which is fine too, and then you could go with basically Scheffler, Day, one of those guys. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. Uh, you like Sergio. I'm, I'm going to trust your opinion. You know, Like I said, it leaves a lot on the table. Let me see. I mean, I guess we could go with – you go Sergio there. You know, Xander's not an awful play. No. I mean, he's going to get to the Elite Eight, at least in my opinion. I mean, if I actually comes out really like that play. Yeah, I actually yeah, really like Xander this week. Yeah, so there you go. Do it. So, so we got that built there. So that, that's, that, actually, that's I like, I actually really like this lineup. Right, let me add this to my official lineup sheet here, so I don't forget. Well, actually, we'll just enter. We'll just click enter right now. 
update it. I don't have to. I don't have to forget. It. See, you all know I enter my lineups because I just updated it live on the air. Boom, done. All right, done. Bam. So there's a oh, look at that. I'm cashing in an NBA lineup tonight. Two dollars. Yeah, that's the first NBA lineup I've played in about about <laughs> three months now because I'm so bad at it. All right, so let's wrap this up. But we got a lot to still talk about. So we got to talk about betting. Obviously, this week um, I made. My top two bets this week, I got Bryson DeChambeau. He's 13-1 to 1 to win the event. Mm. I think he wins this event, hands down, in my opinion. There's also a, a boost on FanDuel for him to make the quarters at three, three and a half, three point six 3.6 to 1. Um, so I love that, too. My second favorite bet is Patrick Reed at 29-1. Uh, to 1. So they're my two bets. I bet a little bit more than I normally bet on both those guys because I'm pretty confident in both those guys. So I got one or two other bets, but I'll let you go go first. So I also bet Reed too. Um, that's one of mine. So mm-hmm. I bet Sergio forty to one. I bet Rom fourteen to one. And then I bet so I had five bets. So I bet Reed and then I bet Hatton thirty three to one and Xander at twenty five to one. Okay, I, I do have two long shot bets too. Um, I, I, I it wasn't originally, but Brendan Todd is now on my long shot bet list again. I'm just still so intrigued. By that weird, confusing number, well, and yeah. I chimed in again. That's still confusing to me. I am beyond confused by the Brendan Todd thing. Um, so again, my only thing is that somehow Brent something's something's up with John Rom. Maybe John Rom withdraws or is distracted this week, and then Brendan Todd cruises past him, and then maybe Cameron Smith upsets Xander Shoffley, and then you've got Brendan Todd versus Cameron Smith. Maybe Brendan Todd wins, and then who knows once you get to the final four? I don't know. I'm trying to find like ways. I like it, <laughs> you know, but I also have Max Homa at 80 to one. Um, the only way Max Homa wins is if he gets past DeChambeau. Right. But I had, I was looking at, you know, long shots and I was looking at the players. I'm, you know, Bryson's a guy that's a boomer bust guy. I really think Bryson wins this event, but he could easily get knocked out in the pod play. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this whole pod, this whole quadrant opens wide up. So I think Max Homa, he's played really well this year. I think he's a good long shot bet. So I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, but I feel like for the guys like Bryson and DJ and Rom, I feel like the best chance for them to get knocked out is actually in the pod play. I don't think going one, you know, one-on-one one round, I don't think they're going to lose to anybody. So I feel like the best chance is if they lose early. Yeah. I mean, and that's and the other thing, you know, in pod play, you might be looking ahead to somebody else. Like Bryson might be looking ahead to his matchup against Fleetwood yeah. and overlook Kim or Rosner and then, and then lose that, that matchup. Um, it's something that's very easy can happen. And then again, weather, you know, depending on who you're playing, I think it's Thursday. There's one bad day of weather in pod play. I believe it's Thursday. It could be Friday. I forget now. Um, but if you have your toughest matchup on the bad day with weather, you know, that, that could play in, in a factor too. Yeah. Um, 100%. You know, if they get rain really bad on Thursday, you know, and then they got to play two pod round matchups on Friday. You know, there's there's a lot to to take into account there. Um, I made a bunch of bets on people to come out of their pod actually as well, um, because you can bet group winners. Um, so obviously, I bet you know Bryson to come out of his pod. I, I I stayed away from all the favorites to come out of their pods because it's just such small odds. It's it's so, so Bryson's plus one fifteen to come out of his pod. I mean, so my one dollar bet's going to win me a dollar fifteen. It's not yeah. really. No. It's really worth it there. Um, but I got five other guys, and I didn't even pick all these guys in my bracket. I just like the odds and like the chance of them coming out. 
So obviously, I picked Max Homa. He's plus 310. I picked Brian Harmon, plus 380. I picked Gooch at plus 430. And then you'll like this one. I took Sergio to come out of his pod at plus 200. And then I also picked Shane Lowry to come out of his pod at plus 430. Um, I don't know if he can or not, but I think those odds are really worth worth the shot there. Yeah, no, I like all those bets, definitely. So let me ask you one thing. Who's your final four? At this moment, well, it's it's official. My final four is Paul Casey, Bryson DeChambeau, with DeChambeau beating Casey to go to the finals. And I got Patrick Reed, John Rahm, with Patrick Reed going to the finals. It's as chalky as you could possibly get to an extent. <laughs> um, but, you know, I love it, you know? Solid. I'm going uh, Sergio and answer on the one side with Sergio coming out. And then Rom and Kisner on the other side with Rom coming out and Rom beat Sergio in the finals. Wow. I mean, that that would be a hell of a Spanish finals right there, Rom versus Sergio. If that happens, I'm going to probably lose my mind because I'll be so happy that I got it right. I, just, I, I want to backtrack. I realized why I bet Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry's plus 430 to come out of his pod. He's in the John Rom pod. And, again, I just said maybe the whole Brendan Todd thing is because it's something up with John Rom. Yeah. So John Rahm doesn't play well in the first pod or withdraws early. Shane Lowry at plus 430. It's a good pick there. Ryan Palmer uh, and Munoz is the other two guys in that pod. That That's why I went, you know, you know, with uh, Shane Lowry at plus 430 there. But that's well, all the like, I've got there. It's not like Shane Lowry is some chump either. He's a major champion too. So he's capable. A major so, champion winner. Yeah, exactly. So he's capable. Do you have any other sleepers that you're looking at that could potentially surprise this week? I think I pretty much named them all. Um, yeah, Horschel is the one that probably my biggest sleeper that I like for yeah. the week. Yeah, I'm just double-checking my list to see if anything else jumps out at me. I mean, I think I've pretty much touched them all. I mean, Taylor Gooch maybe, maybe sneaks through Paul Casey's pod there, you know, but then he would have to beat Sergio. If you think he's going to win, then he's got to beat Dustin Johnson or somebody else. But Taylor Gooch has played really good golf, and he's been, you know, one of those guys. And, you know, he's not a sleeper per se. But we all pretty much wrote him off in the pot in his pod. Fifth place Finau. I mean, we all wrote him off. But yet, you know, he can't make the final four if he's fifth place Finau. But you know, you know, he could get close. Who, who knows? I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm really confident in Bryson and Patrick Reed making the finals. I really am. So oh, I, I really think this event sets up for the big names, and that's why outside of Kevin Kisner, who wasn't not a he's not not a big name, but he's not a huge name. Um, right. I think that's a flip on the radar. I think the big names win this event. That's why I got DeChambeau and Reed. Like it. Roger that. All Roger right. That. Got any other bets? Oh, you, I know you did. I haven't done any research. We do have another event going on this week. You made some bets on the Punta Cana. We did, yeah. It's called. Is it we a Punta Cana? It's Punta Cana, yeah. 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 There we go. We all so, wish you were in Punta Cana right now. Yeah, I would love to be in Punta Cana. Um, I made two bets on the other one. Hold on, let me pull them up real quick because I forgot who the one guy is already. And uh, Taylor Penthroth or something like that. I wrote it down. Yeah, so I was going to yes. place a bet after this. So yeah, Sepp Straka. I just love Sepp Straka anyway. I've got him at twenty-eight to one to win. And then Taylor Pendrith, who I did not hear of until today, um, he's been really hot lately. Forty to one odds. So I like that. I also made three DraftKings lineups. So. I have a little bit of a Such problem. A degenerate golf fan. I have a little bit of a problem. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, you told me yesterday that you're probably only going to make two or three lineups because I- I'm just not feeling it. Then we come on the air, you're like, well, I got one. Oh, I got eight lineups. Oh, okay. Eight lineups, yeah, and then three for the other tournament. Yeah, so you got 11 lineups going this week. That, that's problem. not – I don't have confidence. That's – I figured out a secret system, and I've been secretly winning millions of dollars on DraftKings and not telling anybody. <laughs> Either that or I just have big problems, one of the two. But. Yeah, well, I'm going to go with you've got problems over the other. <laughs> but, you know. I do have problems. Yeah, exactly. First drinks are on you in Clearwater in a couple weeks that's because right. you're the one that's the big winner right now. What is it, 44 days? Is that what it is? I don't count because I've got a vacation every other week, you know. So, you know, I I, I don't worry about that one until it's the next one, which it's not the next one. So, Well, listen, my kid can't wait to see you. So, Yeah, I can't wait to meet that kid and rile. <laughs> when he says, Philip, I am going to rile him up so much. Oh, He's going to see me okay. for the first time and get scared of me. You yeah, know, most probably. are the first time, so, yeah. All right, let's wrap this show up again. All right, again, this is Fairway to Heaven. On the All About the Birds Network, I am Phil Stifel. This is Jason Sullivan. You can follow me at Beard A Knowledge. You can follow Jason at Sully 2121 You know, we do this thing every week. We try to – we've had some really good success. We really hope we do this week as well with the match mm-hmm. play, Dell Technologies, World Golf Classic, whatever you want to call it. Um I actually think it's great because it really takes the uh, the disappointment of my March Madness bracket away because now I got a new <laughs> yeah. to worry about this week. Um, exactly. So you know, I do look like it. I appreciate everybody watching the show. Make sure you're liking, sharing, following, doing all that stuff. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Uh, make sure you're hitting the thumbs up on YouTube. We greatly appreciate that as well. Again, our sponsors: Hemp Bomb Premium CBD Products. www.hempbombs.com. Promo code AAT Birds twenty percent off. And also 99jersey.com, great jersey site. That's where I got my you know, Sugar Shane Falco who cost me a ton in the Sugar Bowl, but it won't cost you a ton on their website if you use promo code AATBIRDS for 20% off. See, do you like that? Chip said it was my cheesy segue last week when I said No, that. I love it. I, I got I to try it out a few more times. Um, you know, get, get that down right. But again, this is the fair way to heaven on the All About the Birds Network. Next week, stay tuned for the Valero Texas Open show. We've got a huge, huge special guest. We'll just hint at it. He's going to coach us through our lineups. And he does call some games or some some PGA events on PGAtour.com. So we've got a huge special guest next week. I just got to lock up the time. If we're, if we're not on time next week at 9 o'clock, it just means we're tweaking the show time for our special yep. guest. So we're exactly. really looking forward to welcoming him onto the show next week. And as always, again, Phil Stifle, Jason Sullivan, all about the Birds Network for Fairway to Heaven. We'll see you next week. And stay and make sure you're following us on Twitter because we'll be posting a lot more information as the uh, event goes along. But everybody have a great night, okay? <laughs>